All right. Hello, Atlanta. I'm your host, David Nicholas. Uh, excited to be with you today. We've got a great show in store for you. Thanks for tuning in for another week of Retire Ready. Let me go to our website. It's nicholaswealth.com. That's Nicholas, N-I-C-H-O-L-A-S, Wealth, W-E-A-L-T-H.com. We've got a great show in store for you. It's been a crazy week for the market, to say the least. Huge sell-off, both last week and this week. Jerome Powell opened his mouth again, and when that happens, nor- markets normally sell off. So we're going to talk a little bit about that. But I start out each week with a verse. You've heard me say, look, you can build the greatest financial plan in the world, but if your perspective is in the wrong place, it doesn't really matter how much wealth we build here on this earth. It truly will never be fulfilling. So this week's verse comes from 2 Corinthians 9, verse 7, and here's what it says. Paul says, each of you should give what you have decided in your heart to give, not reluctantly or under compulsion, for God loves a cheerful giver. I just love that line. God loves a cheerful giver. And, you know, when you think about the kingdom of God, the kingdom of God is not one of coercion. God is an oppressive in his government, in his reign. He's the one person that's powerful enough to force us against our will to do the right thing, but that wouldn't be love. God doesn't want slaves. Satan makes slaves and places them in bondage, but God wants children, those that love him, his friends. And if you look at the word, the word used for cheerful in 2 Corinthians 9 Verse 7. The Greek word is hilaros, which hilaros means cheerful without grudging, and it implies giving with a gracious attitude. And what I just love about this verse is just showing that we are supposed to give because God said so, but also because we are willing and we want to and we are happy to give. And why wouldn't we be happy to give? (laughs) You know, God has blessed us. He's entrusted us. Everything we have comes from our Heavenly Father. So we should be excited and cheerful. And I was talking, I had dinner with a friend the other night. I said, you know what? Me and my wife have been praying. Who should we help? Who should we bless? And God just revealed it to us. And I say, if you are thinking about who can you bless whether that's your church, whether that's a nonprofit, whether that's an orphanage, whether that's, there's so many different areas that we can use our resources toward. Just ask God. He'll show you. And that's the wonderful thing. We don't have to try to figure it all out on our own. So pray that blesses you this morning. 2 Corinthians 9, verse 7. God loves a cheerful giver. I want to transition over to the markets because Jerome Powell, Federal Reserve met this week. The Federal Reserve officially raised rates by 0.75%. It was something that the market had expected. There was this idea of the Federal Reserve would either raise rates 0.75%, either raise rates 1%. Well, they came out at 0.75, which is what the market expected. So it wasn't really a big shock to the market. But what was, I think, more of a shock to the market was Jerome Powell's speech. It's what he said. Jerome Powell basically came out and said, we we really don't know how high they will have to hike rates. And that's really what scared the markets. 
And when you, if you've been listening to my show for a while, you know I have come out strongly against what I think the job the Federal Reserve is doing. But the Federal Reserve, Jerome Powell, really, and his team, they made a huge mistake because they didn't understand the cause of inflation in the beginning. It's very disturbing. Look, they've got a lot of tools to support the economy. Quantitative easing, lowering interest rates. But when it comes to slowing down the economy, bringing inflation down, all they can really do is raise rates. And that can damage the economy significantly if it's not done properly. So uh, here's some tidbits of Jerome Powell's speech this week. Uh, talking about inflation. Let's go ahead and play that, and we'll discuss. You know, we're never going to say that there, that there are too many people working, but the, the real point is this. Um, inflation, what we hear from people when we meet with them is that, that they really are suffering from inflation. And if we want to set ourselves up, really, really light the way to another period of a very strong labor market, we have got to get inflation behind us. I wish there were a, a painless way to do that. There isn't. So what we need to do is get rates up to, to the point where we're play, putting meaningful downward pressure on inflation, and that's what we're, that's what we're doing. And um, we, we don't, certainly don't, don't hope, we, we, we certainly haven't given up the idea that we can have a relatively modest increase in, in unemployment. Nonetheless, we need to complete this task. So if you listen to one of his key words that he said, he said, Jerome Powell, this was Jerome Powell speaking this week, Fed meeting. He said, I wish there was a painless way to bring inflation down. He said, there's not. There is no soft landing. This idea that the Feds could raise rates and it wouldn't be painful, that's just a lie. It's going to be painful. In order to bring inflation down that we're all dealing with, whether it's go to the grocery store, go to the gas station, energy prices to heat our homes, just wait, right? Winter's around the corner. There's no painless way to do it. Um, Niall Ferguson, who if you if you ever listen to Niall Ferguson, historian, really smart uh, professor, brilliant mind, he also made a comment about inflation. This is something that I've been saying too, where the Fed's raising rates, right? The federal funds rate sitting at around 3%. But if inflation's running at 8%, how can you bring inflation down without bringing real rates above the rate of inflation? This is what now Ferguson is talking about. So let's play that clip and then we'll also discuss. And I think what happened was that the combination of pandemic, fiscal and monetary excess, and then on top of that, a war, caused inflation expectations all around the world to leap. And now that that's happened, the, the central banks are scrambling to get their credibility back. And the thing about it is that they aren't anywhere close to positive real rates. You have to recognize that the rate increases we've seen so far... We need to get to positive real rates. Well, I, according to most uh, economists who think about monetary policy, like my colleague John Taylor, who was quoted earlier today in the session, absolutely. And it's impossible to find an example where you bring inflation under control without positive real rates uh, in any time in the recent past. It's also very hard to see a scenario in which you bring inflation down in the US or in Europe without a recession in the process. All right, that was Al Ferguson talking about, again, this idea that in order to get inflation under control, the Fed has a long way to go to raise rates. So this is why, well, David, why are we even talking about this? We're talking about this because 
as bad as it may seem right now, again, I'm, I apologize. Don't listen to the show if you want to feel good today because I got to tell you the truth. And the truth is there's going to be more volatility for markets. Because if, if you think of what the Fed's job is over the next few months, we really don't know until we get another CPI report. So we've got until October, until we get that other CPI report, until we truly know what inflation is doing, the Fed is going to have to respond and be more aggressive if we get this another October CPI report and inflation is still trending up like it was in the September report. And this is where we have to say, well, all right, well, what do I do, David? So here I am, if I'm about to retire, I'm in retirement, what do I do? And I always say, like, you want to be diversified before there's a problem. But if you say, David, I'm caught in the middle of it, do I stay in? Do I get out? It is important to know where and how you're allocated. Because if you look at the S&P 500 right now, we're trading down right around the June lows. There's this this question mark. Would we actually retest the June lows? And here we are this week. So this is a very pivotal time for markets. If we break this 3650 level on the S&P 500, um, th- there's some pretty significant downside from there. We could see another 10 to 20% down from here. So this is why, depending on your allocated, and, and if you're one of our clients listening or you're someone that's been a long-time listener of our show, our clients have buckets in their portfolio that don't experience the type of volatility in the market. Look, you want to have a portion of your money in the market. You want to own stocks. Like, in my opinion, this is not the time that you sell everything and go hide in your basement. That was a year ago (laughs) because we always do the opposite, right? When the markets are doing well, we want to put more money in it. When the markets aren't doing well, we want to sell. Well, no, but you might want to reallocate. And you might want to reallocate to the stocks and the sectors that have great cash flows, that have great dividend payout ratios, that really can produce profits regardless of what the economy is doing. And we've got a dividend portfolio, holds about 25 names, uh, yielding around 4% in income and dividends. We would be honored to show you what that looks like. And and along that, what we also want to do is we, we want to give out an offer for our Morningstar analysis. So our Morningstar analysis, it's an in-depth breakdown of your portfolio, shows you where the weaknesses are, and it shows you, God forbid, we have another recession, which I think we are. We're already in one. I think it's almost guaranteed that we have another recession, and it could be a steep recession. But this is where you've got to know where the risk is inside your portfolio. So I want to give out the offer for our Morningstar analysis. If you've saved more than $250,000 for retirement, you say, David, I would love to just have your team look at my investments. This is my life savings that we're talking about here. I just don't want it to be at the whims of what the Federal Reserve does or what the economy, what the market, or what the Biden administration does. What's my downside? So I want to give that offer again. $1,000 value if you save more than $250,000 for retirement. We'll run this analysis for you, provide it completely complimentary. 
but you got to give us a call in the next 10 minutes to request at 678-990-8500. That's 678-990-8500. The other thing that we're going to do is if you want the list of our 25 dividend names that are blue chip dividend aristocrats that have raised their dividends for consistent cost, some of these for over 40 years, some as long as 60 years, we're going to give you that list as well when you give us a call. $1,000 value where we're going to provide our Morningstar analysis and our dividend stock income list that you can go out and buy on your own. That's fine. Uh, but we'll give you exactly what that list is if you give us a call to request your analysis. 678-990-8500. That's 678 990 $1,000 value. Save more than $250,000 for retirement. We'll run that analysis, provide it completely complimentary. I see the lights lighting up right now. You got to give us a call. We'll take calls for the next nine minutes. 678 990 That's 678-990-8500. And we got it from the break. Jamie Dimon, CEO of JP Morgan, made an incredible comment this week. We're also we're going to talk about that. And also, Stacey Abrams said something kind of crazy. I want to mention that. I'm David Nicholas. We'll see you right after the break. Hey, Atlanta, this is Eric Erickson. You're listening to Retire Ready with David Nicholas. Nicholas Wealth Management is the only financial advisory firm I recommend. So what are you waiting for? Give them a call. 678-990-8500. That's 678-990-8500. Or visit nicholaswealth.com. Hey, it's Eric Erickson. Thinking of retirement? Think Nicholas Wealth Management, the best and only financial advisory firm in Atlanta I endorse. Visit nicholaswealth.com, nicholaswealth.com to learn more and to schedule a time to speak to the talented team of advisors and CPAs. That's nicholaswealth.com. All right, welcome back to the show. I'm David Nicholas. I want to give it our website. It's nicholaswealth.com. That's Nicholas, N-I-C-H-O-L-A-S, Wealth, W-E-A-L, th.com. I'm going to give out that offer again. It's for our Morningstar analysis. It's really it's really our risk analysis. It's, it's our retire-ready analysis, $1,000 value. Provide a complimentary if you give us a call. We'll take calls for the next five minutes. You save more than $250,000 in your portfolio. 678 We appreciate all of you that have called in uh, from the last segment. We look forward to talking to those of you that call in throughout the rest of the show, 678-990-8500. Well, I was just wondering, I, I went back and looked and I said, okay, we know that recessions happen, but what many of us <clears throat> may not realize is how long does it take for the market to get back to the highs when the re- recession occurs? And it's, it's pretty shocking. If you look at the 2000 recession, market S&P 500 dropped 50%. It actually took eight years for the S&P 500 to get back to its highs. Eight years. The 2008 recession, from the highs of the recession to the lows, to get back to the highs, it took six years. Go back to the 1974 recession, because I think this is very similar to what we're dealing with now. It took six years to get back to the highs. And this is the what, to me, is the scariest part about recessions and taking major losses. It's the time that it takes to recover. And this is why you win in investing, 
not by beating the market in up years. You win in investing by not losing as much when the markets go down. And if, and if you can figure that out, if you understand that, if you get that right, that is a winning recipe for investing in the markets. So my team will gladly show you how you can do that. How do you lose less when the market goes down so that you can do better over time when the market does? Well, we'd be honored to help you. 678 9908500 678 9908500 how much would you lose? What would it be to recover? We'll give you the data that you need to make the right decisions and to save your family could potentially be hundreds of thousands of dollars. 678-990-8500. Thousand dollar value. Give us a call in the next 10 minutes. We'll provide it complimentary. I'm David Nicholas. You're listening to Retire Ready. We'll see you right for the break. Hey, it's Eric Erickson. Do you know there's a trend to try to get your retirement fund to be woke? Is your retirement account woke? Stop lining the pockets of big New York banks. Cancel them before they cancel you. Work with a firm that's local, looks out for your best interests, and is not woke. Call Nicholas Wealth Management today. 678-990-8500. Call them now. Don't wait. 678-990-8500. All right, everyone, welcome back to the show. I'm David Nicholas here. You're listening to Retire Ready. I want to give out that number again. Eric Erickson just mentioned it, but it's 678-990-8500 for our Morningstar analysis. Also, we're going to be giving out our dividends. We're going to give you 25 names that are on our dividend portfolio. Yeah, we're just going to give it away. But David, doesn't that, couldn't I just go out and buy those stocks without working with you guys? Yeah, you could. Uh, and that's okay because we want to provide value to our radio listeners. Uh, so these are the 25 names that we have inside of our client's dividend portfolio. We're just going to give it away. We're going to give it away for free uh, if you call for your Morningstar analysis, which is a $1,000 value. Uh, we'll take calls for a few more minutes, but we'll provide it complimentary, save more than $250,000 for retirement. Uh, I think it's worth it. I mean, the amount of value that you'll get... If 45 minutes of your time could potentially save you thousands of dollars, if not hundreds of thousands of dollars, whether it's against market losses, whether it's tax savings on your investments, if you if you calculate your hourly rate, I mean, I'm look, I'm somewhat good at math, but if my hourly math is right, if you save a hundred thousand dollars and you you take an hour to do it, what is that? A hundred thousand dollars an hour? Sign me up for that. Okay, six seven eight nine nine zero eight five zero zero. Appreciate you tuning in for another week here of Retire Ready. I want to talk a little bit about what happened in Washington this week. Jamie Dimon, you may have seen this clip go around. Jamie Dimon, CEO of J.P. Morgan, one of the largest banks in the world, and our just faithful, talented, wonderful politicians in Washington. Um, I don't even know if I'm allowed to say this, but I would say idiot number one is Representative Tlaib. With all due respect, I, I, I've learned as long as you say all due respect, 
you can then kind of say whatever you want. So with all due respect, idiot number one, Rashida Tlaib out of, I don't even know what state she's out of, Michigan, somewhere up north. She grilled, she brought in, her committee brought in these executives from the largest banks in the U.S. and grilled them. Not on interest rate policy or spread rate policy or loan provisions, no. She grilled them on whether or not they will halt all loans to U.S. energy producers, to energy companies, oil companies, right? She wanted them to go on record. Again, the biggest banks in the U.S., she wanted them to commit that they would no longer fund, make any loans to U.S. oil companies. I mean, can you imagine just how crazy that is? But I want to play the clip, and then we'll discuss. So here's U.S. representative, with all due respect, idiot number one, Rashid Tlaib, discussing, not discussing, uh, making a fool of herself, asking J.P. Morgan, CEO Jamie Dimon, if they will halt all loans to oil companies. Here's the clip. Global temperature rise to 2.7 degrees Fahrenheit or 1.5 degrees Celsius. So no new fossil fuel production starting today. That's So that's like zero. So I would like to ask all of you and go down the list because, again, you all have agreed to doing this. Please answer with a simple yes or no. Does your bank have a policy against funding new oil and gas products, Mr. Diamond? Absolutely not, and that would be the road to hell for America. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Sir, you know what? Everybody that got relief from student loans has a bank account with your bank should probably re- re- take out their account and close their account. The fact that you're not even there to help relieve many of the folks that are in debt, extreme debt because of student loan debt, and you're out there criticizing it. Ms. Frazier, how about you? All right, that was Jamie Dimon, CEO of J.P. Morgan, answering Representative Talib Hashish something um, about whether or not that they would stop all funding to oil and gas to energy company. And his answer was just brilliant. He said, actually, I'll just play it again. Absolutely not. And that would be the road to hell for America. Yeah. <laughs> that, that is so great. I have a new hero on Wall Street, and it is J.P. Morgan CEO Jamie Dimon because he was one of the only ones. Every other bank CEO up there laid over essentially and said, "Oh yeah, we're gonna we're gonna uh, fund both oil companies, but we're also gonna help fund those companies that want to make the transition." Jamie Dimon had the courage to stand up to this politician who's probably never created a job in her life doesn't understand what it takes to risk capital and to employ hundreds of thousands of people. But this is the world that they want Americans to live in. They want to live, they want us to be in a world where they can dictate to companies, to banks, how they should spend their capital. Today it's oil companies. Maybe tomorrow it's, well, we don't think conservatives should get loans. If you are a Republican, if you're a conservative, well, maybe maybe banks shouldn't lend to you because your political beliefs. Where does that stop? Today it's oil. Tomorrow's politics. What's next? Religion? Well, you know what? You're, you're Jewish. 
so I don't think you should get a loan. Or you're Christian. I don't think you should get a loan. Or on the other side, you're Muslim. I don't think you should get a loan. This is the type of slippery slope they're going down. But we need strong leaders like Jamie Dimon in that situation to stand up and speak the truth. Jamie Dimon said, if you get rid of giving capital and loans to energy companies, that would be the road to hell to America. And he is exactly right. Because look, I want as much as I think all of us that we, we clean energy is an amazing thing. If we could have solar that powers our home, powers all of our you know our driving and our electronics, that would be amazing. We're just not there yet. The world still needs oil. Petroleum is in <laughs> I would the majority of products that we use every single day, many of those are derived from oil and petroleum-based products. It's not just the gas in our car or the fuel for our airplanes and our ships. It, it almost touches every facet of our economy. Remember who you vote for because it has consequences. And the other thing is, it's just when it relates to us as investors... What government does when it intrudes in the free market, it has consequences. We currently own energy names. I think they're some of the best dividend-paying names that you can own. But imagine a sector that's being attacked right now harder than the energy sector. The question, though, becomes for investors, where should my money be? Because on the other side of this coin, you've got politicians that are pushing these Fortune 500 companies to be as woke as they can possibly be, saying that you shouldn't have people on your boards based on the talent or expertise that they bring. You should have someone on your board because of what their gender is. Are they, are they a female? Are they a minority? The color of their skin? What's their sexual identity? That's what politicians, these far-left politicians, are pushing on Wall Street. But you know what? Some of the very companies that you own in your retirement accounts, like take BlackRock, for example, a company that is pushing so much of this extreme agenda on companies. Is that really where you want to be putting your money? Your hard-owned money as a freedom loving American who works hard, provides for your family, wants the best for your community, and then we invest our money in companies that are spending hundreds of millions, billions of dollars on the very things that is working to make our communities less safe, to push agendas that damage children and damage lives. That's really where we want to be investing. And we say no. And so this is why it's so important to know what you own. If you have an S&P 500 index fund, you may be funding a lot of companies that you disagree with, but they're taking your money and then funding causes that go against your values, goes against your beliefs. So you should stop. It's as simple as that. But the first thing is you, you got to know what you own. 
you got to know what you own. If you have a half a million dollars, a million dollars, a few million dollars, whatever, 10, 20, 30, whatever that number is, it doesn't matter. A dollar is too much, in my opinion, one of these companies that are woke and that are working against your values, your faith, your communities, your children. So we, we want to stop that. So one of the things that we do is in our Morningstar analysis, what the Morningstar analysis does, it just, break, it just shows you all the stocks that you own or all the positions, all the holdings. We, our team goes line by line. So say like you've got a monthly statement. We will be able to look at that, analyze it for you. So one, you'll know what you own. Number two, you also know the fees that you're paying. Could you imagine if you had hidden fees that you're playing to a company like BlackRock and you didn't realize it and you were single-handedly funding some of the most extreme left agenda agenda just by owning certain funds? So we'll tell you exactly what you've got inside of these funds. But we'll also tell you, God forbid we have another recession, how your current portfolio will perform. I think you got to know this. It's a $1,000 value but we'll provide a complimentary. If you save more than $250,000 for retirement, we'll run this analysis for you. We'll provide it completely complimentary if you give us a call in the next 10 minutes. Number to call is 678-990-8500. That's 678-990-8500. $1,000 value, but we'll provide it complimentary if you give us a call in the next 10 minutes. 678 Zero zero. I see the lights lighting up right now. Six seven eight nine nine zero eight five zero zero. I've we <laughs> we have done this so much for our radio listeners, and I just want to thank you for each of you that have picked up the phone and called us to do this. And you say, David, I'm not going to stoop so low and pick up the phone and call you. That's okay. You can go to our website. It's nicholaswealth.com. There's a little button there that can you can set, schedule an appointment. You can do it right on your phone. So if you if you don't want to call and and maybe you're driving so that's okay but you can try dialing us six seven eight nine nine zero eight five zero zero we got a team members standing by uh, it's a quick call uh, but you can also go to our website Nicholas like Saint Nicholas so like Santa Claus so you can't forget that Saint, uh, Nicholas Wealth like money W E A L T H dot com that's Nicholas Wealth dot com we have a beautiful office we just finished our new office uh, in Marietta. So no matter where you are in the Atlanta area, we'd be honored to meet with you. But if you're, especially on the north side of the city, we'd love to see you at our office and spend an hour with you. And you can really see, I think, we can show you where we can absolutely make a positive difference. We'll talk a little bit about the markets, but we also want you to know exactly what you own. And if you're not comfortable with it, we'll show you how to make a change. I mentioned our dividend strategy. You know, I'll give it out again for this segment. If you also call in to get your Morningstar analysis, we're going to give you the list of our 25 dividend names. It's a great report. tells you about the dividends in the portfolio. Some of these companies have been raising dividends for 20, 30, 40, 50 years. We'll just give you that list. We'll give it away uh, for uh, no charges. If you give us a call for your analysis, 678 That's 678-990-8500. I'm David Nicholas. You're listening to Retire Ready. Our website's Nicholas. Wealth.com. I see the lights lighting up. Be patient. We're going to get to your call. 678-990-8500. value. Provide it completely complimentary if you give us a call. 678-990-8500. Listening to Retire Ready. We'll see you right after the break. 
it's Eric Erickson. Do you know there's a trend to try to get your retirement fund to be woke? Is your retirement account woke? Stop lining the pockets of big New York banks. Cancel them before they cancel you. Work with a firm that's local, looks out for your best interests, and is not woke. Call Nicholas Wealth Management today. 678-990-8500. Call them now. Don't wait. 678-990-8500. All right, everyone, welcome back to the show. I'm David Nicholas. I want to give it our website again, nicholaswealth.com, nicholaswealth.com. I don't know why, but this song just, I don't know, just kind of makes you want to tap your foot a little bit and snap your fingers and kind of get you going. I love it. It's a good one. This is a classic. Well, we appreciate you tuning in, joining us here for another segment of Retire Ready. Uh, we, before we went to the break, we were talking a little bit about our dividend stocks. And so I'm going to share with you about three or four names that I think are actually really good dividend pairs because, again, most people that buy dividends, buy dividend stocks for what their dividend is today. And I say, that's fine. But you really want to buy a dividend stock because you know that they're going to continue to growing, growing their dividend over time. It's almost like buying great real estate where you know, okay, the rental income may be a little bit lower today, but over time, I'm going to be able to raise these rents year over year over year over year. So when I wake up five years from now, I've got some quality property and some really good income. We should look at dividend stocks the same way. And so, you know, one of the names that I really like uh, is is some of the miners right now. So, Phillips sixty six is a refiner. They got a dividend yield over four percent right now. But one of the things that we look at is their yield, their cash flow yield is actually about ten percent. So, they've got room to increase this dividend, and, and I think they will. So, they got ten percent free cash flow yield, but they're only paying out four percent. So this is where we say like that's an example of a company that will should continue to grow dividends over time. That's Phillips sixty six. I also like financials. J P Morgan is a name that I think is great from a financial from banks. I think as interest rates rise, banks are going to do really well. But it also pays you a three percent dividend right now. J P Morgan three point two percent dividend. That's J P M. So P S X was Phillips sixty six. J P N is J P Morgan. I also like a defense names. With everything going on, geopolitical risk, we see what's happening in Russia and Ukraine. A company like LHX, that's LHX, currently paying the dividends a little bit lower. It's about 1.87%. But they have grown that dividend at an annualized rate of 14% annualized dividend growth rate per year. Just to, if they continue that for the next five years, you've got a dividend now almost over 4% with a great defense name, LHX. Lastly, I like Caterpillar CAT. Again, a little bit lower dividend right now, 2%. But with everything that's happening in Europe with natural gas and how they depend on Russia, there's going to be a lot of opportunities for companies like Caterpillar building these liquid natural gas facilities to help convert liquid natural gas. And I think Caterpillar is going to win from that so I think there's going to be a lot of work for construction. Uh, and so I think Caterpillar is going to come out. So some great names, JP Morgan, PSX, Philip 66, LHX, Caterpillar, some names you should consider if you're looking for some good companies with solid growth. And if you say, David, I'd love to find a little bit more about these names, you can give us a call, 678-990-8500. We'll provide our complimentary analysis if you save more than $250,000 for retirement thousand dollar value provide a complimentary 678-990-8500 
Our website is nicholaswealth.com. I'm David Nicholas. Have a blessed week. We'll see you right back here next week. Securities are offered through World Equity Group, Inc., member FINRA and SIPC. Investment advisory services are offered through Nicholas Wealth Management and Blue Path Capital, all separate entities and not controlled by World Equity Group, Inc.